Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com.
I don't remember part of it because it's been a long time. Yeah. But a song that got me through a lot of death in my family and when my faith is shaky, uh, I can just remember part of it. But if my faith should falter, and I should forsake you and find myself turning away. Will you still be there? Will you still be there? I'm with you in singing skies and dancing waters, laughing children growing old, and in the heart and in the spirit and in the truth when it is told. Yeah. Amen. 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 Amen.
But I've tried to cast a little bit of seed on old fertile ground, a little bit of hope. And my sister, somebody down the road, that may help encourage him or uh, give that seed a little fertilizer. Yeah. A couple of years went by. Here a few weeks ago, we had a massive heart attack. He died twice at our work. Uh, they were able to bring him back, those uh, AEDs, they call them. And uh, so Tuesday, I went to talk to him. And he ended up receiving the Lord's in personal slavery. I thank God for that. And I talked to him, and I called him by name. I said, do you realize just how close you was to spending eternity in hell? He began to cry. He began to weep and realize just how sorry he was. I said, do you want Jesus or not? I said, he didn't spare your life just by chance. So he accepted Christ as a personal Savior. Now, I know the ones that come in here today may have heard this very same little phrase or have heard this type of message preached time and again, but I can honestly tell you I've never got over the grace I'm under. Right. It's still good. It's still real. It's still powerful. And I say the only hope that we have this evening is through a man named Jesus. And God laid this scripture on my heart, and I'm full of faith, and I also believe in all that I have, that God has laid this on our hearts to help us realize just how close we are of spending eternity in our, in our destination. Can I tell you this evening that you don't have to go to hell? You go to hell because you choose to go there. Now God's no respect for a person. Amen. Uh, just because that you go to different places and you get your own little belief systems and you get and, and fill yourself with all this self-righteousness, none of that matters when you draw your last yeah, breath. Listen, you can go uh, go to church a different denomination, but sure, God has blessed us different perspectives and points of view. But when you draw your last breath yeah. and your heart beats that one last beat, uh, one thing is going to matter, amen. It does not matter this evening where your church yeah. membership is. Yeah. It does not matter just how many times uh, you've been baptized. It does not matter what you drive or what you do for a living. It does not matter how many Ben Franklin's or, or Abraham Lincoln's you have to rub together. Uh, one thing is going to matter when eternity finds you, and that is have you been born again. Amen. Are you ready to meet the Lord? I said, death knocked on your heart's door today. Uh, if you don't make it through Cape Cove, another trip, if you don't make it back home uh, this season, are you ready? Have you made preparations, amen, uh, to spend eternity uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Now I'd like to look at the scripture again with the Lord's help. Uh, the Bible says that this know that in the last days perilous times shall come. And I tell you, we're in some perilous times. This is just some of the things that God uh, wanted us to understand and see just how close we are. Listen to verse number two. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. God help us. Have we turned on the TV in the last little while? Have you read the newspapers the last little while about how prideful the man has become? About how much they turn up or back on God and his uh, blessed ways? Have you seen how a man will come through and beat on his chest and think, look what I've done. Look what I've established. It goes a little step farther than that. Hey, man, we're living in today's time. I don't want time to gross nobody out, but marriage is no longer between a man and a woman anymore. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Hey, man, have you all realized what's going on around you? We are headed straight for the last days. Hey, man, are you ready? Hey, man, is your home prepared? 
despising that those are good, traitors, heedy, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, for the lovers of God, having their form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Verse 5 says, from such turn away. I wish I could come in here and tell you, because you see a man with his hands can preach it. But the Bible says to beware of wolves and sheep's clothing. Can I tell you, if Satan tries to attack anything, it'll be this. If they can get into this and make your mind face something completely different, amen, God help you. I'm telling you, they have a form of God. Listen, people say all the time, oh, I believe in Jesus. Now, can I tell you what the Bible says? Even Satan believes and trembles at the very name of Jesus. I'm not asking you to believe in God. I'm not asking what church you go to. Have you been born again? That's the question we're trying to answer today. There is no hope in this world. Paul says, of all I have here is hope in this life. He said, I'll do all men most miserable. You're going to have the best of the thing and the best of money can buy and still die, but still wide open. Having the form of God is but denying the power thereof. He said, from such turn away. For this sort of thing which creep in the houses. Let me tell you something. Satan didn't start with your home busting the bar. In fact, if you look at your King James Bible back in Genesis chapter number 2 and chapter number 3, you will find where Satan first started. Busting marriages apart. Busting homes apart. Let me tell you something. We just heard this morning how Satan desired to have you this week. I'm still feasting off that, brother. That next verse says, but this is Jesus. He said, I prayed for thee. God said, I prayed for thee. That thy faith fail not. And he said, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Can I tell you this morning, you are not alone in your struggles. Yeah. I have them. My wife has them. Yeah. The pastor has them. We all struggle. Yeah. You know why we struggle? We still in the flesh, folks. But can I tell you this morning, this even greater season is in us yeah. than he that is in the world. That's why Paul said, have no confidence in the flesh. Yeah. I'm glad somebody's with he said, for this, of this sort of labor, creep into houses and lead captives to the women laden with sins, led away with not large lust, ever learning and never able to come to knowledge of the truth. And that's just individuals. I got a whole other rest of them preach while I'm here this evening. I hope you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Listen to this, Matthew chapter number 24. The Bible says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Y'all still here? I've seen so many people saying, I'm this and I'm that. And they have led away a whole slew of folks. They've got the perverted gospel to leave some kind of congregation, some kind of church service, and let them follow they can get away from the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, it is now. And you shall hear of wars and rivers of wars. Is that going on today? Ukraine, Russia, hard at North Korea, South Korea, hard at Wars is going on. You've heard conversation of World War III. Diesel's at an all-time shortage. I just got paying $5 a gallon for diesel. Crazy. But it's happening this year in America right now this day. 
that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end does not get it. <laughs> Can I tell you what Jesus is saying here? The worst is still yet to come. You may think you have a need of something. What are we going to do when this happens? What are we going to do when that happens? The word of God says, but my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. No wonder the soul writer said, all my hope is in Jesus. It's not in my job. Listen, I might get barred tomorrow. Don't have a clue. But one thing I do know for sure is my name is written down in the land of the Bible. And the scripture says I've been young and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed making bread. I cannot tell you this time that I'm going to go to my well box, open it up, and there'll be a gift certificate in there. Somebody had to put it in there. I'm telling you, God has supplied my needs this far. And I guess I figured out a long time ago that if he's carried me this far, he'll keep on carrying me. Amen. Amen. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation. Amen. Y'all yeah. hear that here lately? Nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes and diverse places. All of these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And he shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. So let me tell you this, church. Don't say you're ready to die for Jesus when you want to come to church for once last week. Don't say that you're ready to die for your faith if you won't stand for it at a given time. But there will come a day, I'm very afraid, there may come a day in the near future you may be killed for the sake of the Lord. Yeah. I'm ready. Amen. I'm ready. How about you, church? Are you ready to die for the Lord? He died for you. Are you ready to meet the Lord in the air? Verse number 10, Then shall many be offended and shall betray one another. I shall hate one another. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel, right here, he said, this gospel, the kingdom, shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Does this sound like this is taking place in 2022? I'm telling you, people have turned their back on people. They quit coming to worship the Lord and Spirit and the truth. It's all about me, myself, and I. I don't like nobody. It's all about me. What can I get out of it? But can I tell you today, His name is Jesus. His forever settled, Amen. Amen. And it's always going to be settled. Amen. You can try to erase it. That gentleman I was talking to a couple of years, he, he started laughing. I was witnessing to him. He chuckled. I said, what is it? He said, I just don't want to see it that way. I said, all right, how do you see it? He said, well, I just think you're going to wake up to the base of King B and help everybody. I said, friend, let me tell you something. Hell is enlarged in itself every day. Full of great people that have done a lot of great things. He started chuckling again. I said, what is it? He said, I don't hardly think that's fair. I said, friend, let me explain to you this way in case you didn't get it. It ain't about being fair or unfair. It ain't about being a primitive Baptist 
or a Baptist. It ain't about being a Catholic or a Mormon or a Church of God or any other thing. I said it's God's plan, it's God's way, and it's no way at all. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life, and that no man cometh to the Father but by me. Amen. You can try to buy your way to heaven, but guess what? You're going to come up way short. You're not trying to work your way into heaven, but guess what? You're still going to come up way short. Amen. How can I tell you the only way to get to Jesus? I think about that John chapter 3, Nicodemus. He said, Marvel not, I say to thee, ye must be born again. Amen. Not of flesh and blood, but of water and the Spirit of God. Can I tell you today, the only way that we're going to make it after a while is you must be born again. We're living toward the last days. So I made a friend picture to say we're in the last days. Maybe we are, and maybe we ain't. But I can't tell you, Jesus is coming back. Amen. Just like he said he was going to be John 14. And it's going to be a scary time for some of us. I've talked to some folks in the past life and asked them if they've been born again. Oh, I've been a Baptist all my life. Let me tell you something, they're going to help being a Baptist. What are you bringing for salvation home? Can I tell you, if it ain't my blood, you ain't going no way at all. Amen. There ain't no other way. Amen. I've often made a little bit of an inside joke. Can I tell you this evening that God don't have a thing when it comes to salvation? It's so easy a caveman can do it. Hey, man, right there. I'm telling you, God paved a way that made it so easy that an old country boy like me, hey, man, could understand it. Childlike faith. Yeah. Coming to Christ and realizing that without God there is no hope. And realizing that without Jesus there is no other way. How can I tell you today, if you are lost, today is the day of salvation. He said, Look up thy redemption, draweth thine. Yeah. How can I tell you this evening? It does not matter how comfortable you get in your walk with Christ. But can I tell you what matters is, have you been born again? Can you remember a time, amen, that you can fell on your face and confess Jesus as Lord and Savior in your life and realize real quick that without Him you ain't going to make it? So many people get hung up about these big fancy prayers. But can I tell you, just talk to God straight out of your heart, amen, and say, Lord, I might be ignorant and I might be anything on your mind. Just say, God, I'm sorry for my sins. Please create in me a new heart. And can I tell you my word of testimony? Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. And can I tell you what Corinthians said? We said this morning, he said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Amen. I'm not what I used to be. He said, oh, when you're passed away, and behold, all things are become new. And let me tell you, when you get up from being born again, things begin to look different. They smell different, amen. You'll feel different inside. Because when you get up and pray, an old-fashioned altar of prayer, there'll be something in your life in the form of the Holy Ghost of God that makes you feel a little bit different. And the Bible says He will lead you and guide you in the truth of righteousness for His name's sake. Amen. I'm going to give you something as a gift. Guess what? It's going to fall one day. It ain't made for eternity like Christ's blood is. Guess what? I want you to give my gift here on your own. But the, the scripture says he'll lead you and guide you in the path of Christ's 
saved. God, I tell you something, he won't leave you with the handed. He won't turn a cold shoulder to you. You say, preach, I've been born again for many years. I just don't feel the fire inside like I used to. Gotta tell you what, I'm people know I'm talking about this. It's a little word called sin. Somewhere down the road, you propped the cross and started dragging it through the mud and taking all of God's gifts that he wants to place you with and use it to entertain yourselves instead of God. And you find yourself being naked and rich and poor. And you think for a second that there's still hope. Oh, yes, there's still hope. I think about the prophet Jeremiah. He said his word. His word is like a fire shoving my bones. You know what I found to, to be true? That if you are a truly born again child of God, that fire might get quenched a little bit. It may not peak at all times like it should, but deep down inside of you is a cherry ember that's just ready to be filled with the Holy Ghost of God. And my friends, how you feel that Holy Ghost is coming to a house of believers that's just like you are, that's struggles just like you, and quit feeding what the flesh desires, and then get fed from the Spirit of God.
God, what what was one person watching that door? Just one person that has a need for Christ. And maybe something we can use in Timothy. Kind of fit me to a wheel. Listen, his word would not return for him. Everything, every song, every testimony, everything that's been out of this group talk today has come from this. Y'all ever notice how Christians will get up and they'll try to sing a song and they'll start getting a little emotional. Yeah. If you sit back and wonder what in the congregation is wrong with them people, they just sing a little song. There might just be songs to y'all, but it's true to me. Y'all might just be singing some words in the church hymn, but it's true to me. Because I was there outside my world, I know what God brought me from. God help us not to be ashamed of what God brought us from. God knows we get to rocking back and forth and trying to give a little prayer request. Let me tell you what that is. It's a thing called the Holy Ghost. When you get born again, you'll get a big double dose of that preacher. And he sets himself inside of you. Can I tell you, he lives within you. And the more you exercise your faith, and the more you step out of that cloud a little bit more, and denying yourself, can I tell you, you'll start getting fishy too. You'll get up here and go to get a cry, a little bit emotional, and before you know it, you might get a little bit of shouting every now and then. You might get a running spell. But can I tell you, one way or the other, the flesh cannot contain the power of the Holy Ghost of God. And it's real. It can't be stored off. Jesus said it's finished, amen. He said this morning, it's more than enough. It's settled. They may try to change history and point out statues, which may tell you this is a privilege. Jesus is alive today. You can go to overseas and all these bunch of tombs and these pyramids, and Christ ain't going to be wrapped no toilet paper. He said it's right hand of the Father. Yeah. Guess what he's going to do? He's coming back for you and for me yeah. if we would be ready. Yeah. Preacher, when's he coming? I ain't got there a clue. Yeah. He just said to be your ready. Yeah. For in such an hour that you thank God, the Son of Man coming. I don't know when it's coming, brother, but thank God I know it is. Amen. This world is not our home. Let me tell you something. If you want to get excited, get born again. This world is not our home. We're just building the strangest land. Who's looking for a bigger city? Who's builder and maker is God. Amen. I get excited. Amen. Getting around God's people. Amen. Why won't somebody not want what we have? You won't find it in Walmart. I know there's so much stuff over there, but you won't find it in a Walmart still. He says, finished. Can I ask you one question one more time? In case you didn't get it. Are you ready to meet the Lord in the air? I'm talking to the Christian, those who ventured away, those who might have their heads stuck in dirt somewhere and think, well, I'm okay, my family's safe, everything's fine and good. To you that have been lukewarm, it's time to get back close to the Father. To you that are lost, if you're under the sound of my voice, this is the most important day that you'll ever have because God has drawn on your heart and telling you that now is the accepted time. Do not walk outside the doors of the little church building the same way you come in. It's better.
argument and just let God take control. And if you feel God drawing on your heart, it's called conviction. It ain't meant to make you comfortable. It's meant to unsettle you. The flesh, the only thing the flesh knows is sin. To build itself up, work itself up. And so when conviction goes to draw on your heart, and God goes to begin to point you out, and your thoughts and failures, it ain't going to feel too good. You might even go on to say you're not really welcome here. Listen. We're loving that you're here. Yeah. You're welcome here. You're wanted here. But the sin has to leave. That's right. If you're here today, a child of God, God ain't going to let you be profitable with sin. Let me give you a word. I'm about ready to close, baby. Be sure your sin will find you out. You may come in here and put things on Come here and sing songs, play an instrument. You might come in here and shake people's hands, but deep down inside of you, something is so unsettled. Be sure your sins will find you right. God knows the end of your heart. He's all powerful, He's all knowing, He's all sufficient. And thank God today, there's grace for every need. From way far and stranger to the lost of the lost. There's grace for every need. Let me give this to you. I'm going to close the same. If you would come on up here and start playing something easy. The Apostle Paul was not always a Christian. The Apostle Paul used to be a persecutor of the church. He killed people like me. He hated people like me. The Bible, the gospel records the one day that Paul was on the road. A great light shone down from heaven. Put it down on his back. He called on God and got born again. Not one time, not one time he complained about anything except over the book of Acts. He said, There's a thorn in my flesh. There's something irritating, very bad. You know what God said? My grace is sufficient for me. Can I tell you, church, whatever needs you have, I'm going to step out to the side here in a few minutes. Whatever needs you have, whatever time you're facing this evening, God's grace is sufficient. It can cover a multitude of sin. No matter how big or how small, when you and God, go ahead and sing a song. Who could it be?
encouragement. We thank you for your word. We pray that every heart is moved by your presence and ask that you continue to up. Help us to be a witness in this dark and cruel world. Help us to love others and to be alive. Lord, we thank you for what you do, what you want to do. We give you the praise for all of this as we ask and we pray in Jesus' great name. Amen.